everybody. So we're so excited. We are here to talk about Overboard, both 1987 and 2018, to hash out the differences, which one's best. And uh, my friend AJ is here to do that with me. Hello, everybody. <laughs> yeah, this is back from our uh, our intense debate over uh, Watcher in the Woods. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was actually really fun. I enjoyed that podcast where we talked about the new and the old uh, version of, it's kind of interesting when you compare like two flawed films, you know, because like yeah, it's, it's yeah. not really that interesting to compare like, I don't know, um, Citizen Kane with Overboard. Like that's not interesting, but like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but to compare two flawed films and see which things they did differently and, and how they were, what they did with the remake, I think it's actually interesting. So <laughs> yeah definitely and so yeah so we're gonna talk overboard uh today the remake and the new and <clears throat> so so had you ever seen the original overboard before this week? i had seen oh yeah <laughs> um i had seen part of it like maybe like 20 minutes when i was like really young i remember we were at like a friend of the family's house uh -huh. I wasn't really watching it. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I was weirded out because I was in someone else's house that I didn't really know all that well. But I remember that they were watching Overboard, and that was like my only experience with it up to that point. Up to uh, <laughs> recently, yeah, yeah. I it's it's a movie that I I had seen a fairly recently. It hasn't been that long, um, but I but it's. A movie that does feel very it has a lot of nostalgia even though i didn't watch it as a kid there's just something about the feeling of it that feels nostalgic so it feels very like screwball comedies from the 40s i think <laughs> I, so i don't know there's just a lot of parts of it that just feel like a forgotten era i guess yeah like now that you mentioned it i didn't really realize how screwball oh i did i guess i kind of did yeah Maybe even, maybe even not. I don't know. I never think about, it, about comparing it to a comedy from the 40s. But I do understand that it is very broad. Yeah. Like, even even more broad than the remake. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm thinking of, like, the kids and the way the kids are depicted, especially. Yeah. How they're basically feral, wild children <laughs> in right. the original film and not so Well, and, and all the things with her cleaning, <laughs> that's all very, very slapstick, very screwball. You know, there's just a lot of moments like that. And uh, there's a lot of moments where you can almost hear the little, like, boom, kind of sound effects going off and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, so, I don't know. What did you think about this movie, the original? When the you original? Thought, yeah. Um, I liked it. Like, I think it was just a solid comedy. Like, mm -hmm. kind of like, I think of it almost like in terms of, like, a baseball analogy, just like a good base hit, you know? Mm -hmm. Nothing really... Nothing really great, but it's a it's an enjoyable way to spend an afternoon, and I like Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's certainly very fair. I I think this movie starts like you kind of have to get over the premise. It's a little bit awkward, <laughs> the yeah. idea, you know, like it's it's very convoluted and very uh, very much a stretch. But you kind of have to get over that, and then once you're in that, once you kind of get over that initial premise. It's pretty good. I, I really like it. I, I like the fact that you have this woman who comes to sort of understand that she is a maternal character, that she is a, actually good at being a mother. 
And she never saw that side of herself, you know, and she's very over the top at the beginning, this, you know, shrew kind of character. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, I like that she kind of realizes it makes her an interesting character, a dynamic character because she, she could just be like totally one note. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of interesting because this is a kind of a premise where if it's going to work well at the beginning, both of the characters had to be kind of unlikable at the yeah. beginning, both of the main characters. It's like, because Goldie Hawn is very snooty at the beginning yeah. and Kurt Russell does something really, really, really not, <laughs> not good. Yeah. <laughs> really, if it had happened in real life. But like, once you kind of accept that, yeah, <laughs> which you do kind of about it from the and maybe not, maybe the midpoint or so, maybe a little bit less than that, then it starts to, then it's more enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you said, you kind of have to be willing to, and that's why the movie has gotten like some degree of controversy or whatever, because people are like, that's not good to like basically manipulate a person into being your slave. Like that's bad. <laughs> but I don't think that the movie necessarily validates his choice. Like he's a, he's, he does it out of revenge and he uh he's not a good i don't think the movie's saying that he's a good person for doing this but i do think that you have to kind of get over that initial premise to enjoy the movie oh yeah definitely yeah does everybody know what the initial premise is because we've kind of talked around it up to this <laughs> yeah <point. laughs> so yeah so basically goldie hahn plays this woman who is uh on this yacht and she is a diva extraordinaire she wants everything done her way uh she she hires kurt russell to build these uh this cat these drawers um these this like entertainment center and drawers and stuff for her and he designs them pretty fancy but she decides last minute that she wants them different and she he says oh you got to change them all he says well you have to pay me for the work i've already done i'm gonna have to get new stuff and blah 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 and she's like no i'm not gonna pay you so they get into this fight and uh and and she throws him like overboard and all his tools and everything like that and he is really angry very upset with her well she ends up getting basically like drunk and she ends up falling off of the boat and uh she when she washes ashore she can't remember anything she doesn't remember who she is well the kurt russell character is behind all this money and he sees that this woman doesn't know who she uh is and so uh he says to uh he, he decides to go and tell her that they are husband and wife that they are married and basically like his plan is to use her for housework and for other things until he gets his money back is his plan so it's kind of a skeevy plan he has three kids um that are kind of uh hellions and uh she starts out not really knowing how to do anything but then she starts to learn and she comes actually pretty good at uh, doing all these maternal things that she didn't think that she could be good at and uh so it's kind of a fish out of water in a lot of uh, instances and her and the boys become very attached and that's very sweet and um yeah so that's the basic story and of course they fall in love as you know it's sort of opposites attract kind of a thing by the end and um but uh you know and then eventually of course she finds out who she really is she gets her memory back and 
all that fun stuff. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think of the story? Um, I think it's, it's a, it's a fun premise, you know, when mm -hmm. you hear it, like initially, like you can see how you can have a lot of fun with it. You kind of, kind of like you were saying, you kind of have to accept some stuff at the beginning and not just character stuff. Like there's some logic leaps that you have to make at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like they established that like nobody really likes Goldie Hawn, not even her husband, not her crew on her yacht or anybody. And so like when she falls off the boat, it's like nobody cares. Like they know where she is and the husband just basically, basically says, nah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And the crew basically does the same thing. So you kind of have to accept that somebody would do that <laughs> to somebody else. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, her husband, Edward Herman plays her husband and he almost has been looking for a reason to get rid of her. Uh, but he doesn't want to actually like divorce her because then he'll take, she takes all of his money you know in divorce um so he's like looking for kind of a reason he's glad almost when she, when he thinks that she's dead yeah. and and so yeah that's kind of the that you get a little bit of her mother in there uh calling and and a few other things but she doesn't have any real love in her life as the rich version of goldie Hawn, and that's the difference between obviously the the poor version of goldie yeah. Hawn's character so but yeah, once once you get through all that stuff and basically kind of put it aside, then I like the story a lot. I think yeah. it unfolds well. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I think that the that the the heart and the 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 funny. This movie is funny, and I think Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell have such great chemistry. They sell a lot of stuff that other people will see can't sell, and it just it never really stops being funny. And the dialogue is funny, and the the Pratt Falls and stuff are, are funny and uh and I don't know I just related I relate to it because um my my mom had three babies uh as I was an older child <laughs> when when I was uh when I was 10 when I was 16 and when was I was 18 and uh slash so and there was a positive experience obviously but it kind of made me a little bit cynical about um about uh i would see other people and they would uh they would see a baby and they'd be like "Ooh, so beautiful and i'd be like oh my gosh just keep them away from me there's so much work it's so hard whatever and um i would sometimes hear things at church and people would talk about this like maternal like this like, like this uh i called the ooey gooey talks where like women are described as having this like innate nature to mother and nurture and raise children and all this stuff. And I'd be like, I don't feel like they're talking about me. And I didn't feel like I had that kind of maternal nurturing side to me. And, uh, but you know, I had, it took me a long time before I really, and I still don't think I'm like the greatest person when it comes to like kids, like little kids, especially like a crowd of, forget it. Um, like I would be a terrible kindergarten teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know like I related to her kind of like opening up to that whole side of her that she didn't really even realize that she had and yeah. with these boys yeah definitely and I can't really say that I totally related to Kurt Russell's character because I don't think I would ever do <laughs> what, what he I hope not <laughs> but um it's like like even though you don't 
agree with him, you could see where he comes from. And I think that's good. Like, I've felt the way that he does towards Goldie Hawn. Like, as he's building the, the closet, you know, remodeling the closet for her, how kind of grumbling and stuff like that. I know I've done that before on jobs <laughs> where I, you know, and like the money problems and stuff. But I kind of like how, because the movie is, is very relaxed, it feels like, kind of relaxing almost to watch it, yeah. you know? And mm -hmm. I think that's partly because, of course, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn were already together as a real life couple yeah. by this point. And it feels like this was a movie that they made partly just because they wanted to hang out together yeah. <laughs> and work together, you know? And I think that comes through on the screen, you know, that they were just relaxing and having a good time. Yeah. It kind of feels like the rest of the cast was doing kind of fed off that. And that's such a key in any kind of romantic comedy is you, if you have good chemistry, you can overcome like the biggest controversies in the whole world. If you want to see these people together, it just helps so much. And uh, yeah, I... Uh, I don't know. It's were there any particular parts that stuck out to you as be either particularly funny or particularly sweet or anything like that? Um, let's see. This one I only watched. I, I started to rewatch it this afternoon because uh -huh. it, we were originally <laughs> going to do this podcast about a month ago. <laughs> a month ago, <laughs> yeah. I watched the movie then, and I didn't have time to rewatch it again today because I had to rush out to see the remake actually today. No, you're fine. But um, let's see. I just liked. Hmm. Maybe I can. I really like the moment where like Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn go out on their go out together on their date. I can't remember if it was for mm -hmm. their anniversary, like it was in the remake. But that whole story that he tells about the couple and like why horn why ships blow their horns three times. You know that whole <laughs> that whole scene where he talks about the couple who one was rich and how the the guy was rich I can't yeah. remember the girl was poor and so they couldn't be together and he was sailing out the the guy and the girl comes out to out to meet him and they had arranged that he would blow his horn three times on his ship because as a symbol of how much he loved her <laughs> and they just tell this whole story about that and the horns and stuff like that and I thought that was really sweet I wish I remembered the story I knew all enough to, <laughs> to recount it <laughs> but I thought that was a really neat moment not yeah. necessarily a funny moment, but a good emotion. Yeah. That is a really, really sweet moment. Um, yeah, my favorite parts were, I mean, it's just, I actually thought it was very sweet. Any pretty, anything with the kids, I thought was really sweet. Like when she goes in to talk to uh, the, the school. <laughs> and uh, that, that's really good. I like the, the whole part with the um, uh, miniature golf course, putt-putt golf. Oh, yeah. I liked that. I uh, I liked her, like, just the cleaning scenes and all that stuff was funny. There's just a lot of funny, funny parts of this movie. And yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> I thought a lot of the funniest moments for me was when, like, he, Kurt Russell first brings Goldie Hawn home. She's like, I live here. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I have kids. <laughs> yeah, because I, I almost feel like it's, more a movie about a woman falling in love with children, these children, almost as much, if not more so than falling in love with, <laughs> with this man yeah. uh, that, and falling in love with being a mother uh, to me and uh, helping the, the one boy to read. 
uh, that's really lovely. And, uh, you know, and some of the, uh, um, the, uh, uh, some of the other, you know, things like that are just so sweet and really, really fun. Yeah, definitely. And I really like seeing Goldie Hawn's arc as a character. Like even like, even after she goes back, like after she discovers who she really is again and she goes back. I love those yeah. moments when she's like hanging out with the crew. Uh, she feels more comfortable with them when she comes back than she does with her family. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. more down to earth now. I really like those moments too, just seeing how she had changed from the beginning mm -hmm. of the film to the end. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's really sweet. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of um, it's a lot of fun. It's a really uh, it's kind of a classic. It really feels like a Gary Marshall kind of film. And I get why some people are offended by it, uh, but uh, it's just, a, you know, it's a screwball comedy. I, I think you can't take it super seriously. It's not trying to, like, state some political message or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know. One, one thing I kind of noticed isn't exactly about the movie itself. It's just kind of a funny thing about Kurt Russell I think Kurt Russell must really like yachts and stuff like that because this is like one of two movies I can think of that seemed like he just kind of did them for fun and they both have to do with yachts. There's Overboard and then there's Captain Ron. Yeah. In or he plays I, I haven't seen that. Is that good? It's pretty good. Like, I mean, it's not super good, but Kurt Russell is good. It's kind of this boozy yacht, this boozy freelance captain that Martin Short and his family hired to. Yeah this really scuzzy looking guy and he and martin short have good chemistry together more like bickering kind of chemistry but they're really good together yeah. <laughs> so would you give over the original overboard i on my on my blog i do smile worthy and frown worthy so kind of like thumbs up thumbs down what would you give overboard i would say it's smile worthy yeah like you said there are leaps you have to make but it's good enough that you're willing to make those <laughs> those leaps mm -hmm. with the movie and once you do that it's good <laughs> yeah so let's talk about this remake we just uh you just saw this today um i saw it uh on um thursday and so it's fairly fresh pretty uh close i would say remake in certain ways um and then they make they try to kind of smooth over some of the controversial parts We'll talk about that. Uh, but it stars, they decide to gender swap it, which is part of how they're trying to smooth over. But they have Anna Faris uh, playing sort of the Kurt Russell role as Kate. And then they have Eugenio Derbez playing Leonardo, who is supposed to be the Annie character. And <clears throat> first of all, I don't know why you have an overboard remake and you don't have Kate Hudson playing her mom like that just seems so perfect like maybe she's just too busy with that whole fabletics clothing thing that she does now but that seems like perfect casting <laughs> yeah she would have been good yeah uh but anyway uh so they changed things up in this uh version they definitely tried to make it uh more they tried to give her a lot more motivation because like in the original he's just trying to enact revenge he just hates he hates her and here she's like trying to she has no child care and she's like trying to pass this test and so she's like desperate and uh and he becomes 
you know, there comes this window for him to be able, for her to be able to trick him, kind of like maybe excuse her doing this kind of awful thing in a way. And uh, I don't know, in general, what did you think about the remake? What's your um, thoughts? I thought it was good. Uh-huh. I, I think there are less, I like kind of like the way that they restructured the story. Like, uh-huh. and not even so much with the characters, even though I don't mind that. Uh-huh. It's more like they kind of rewrote some moments to make it, to make, or to make more sense why, why they would leave Leonardo behind, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, after he falls off the ship, like after the, off the yacht, excuse me. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I actually get it this time from a movie <laughs> standpoint, you know, it's like. Yeah. It's not just it's, her drunked out mess of a husband uh, like in the original yeah it's true um my feeling about this movie was it wasn't a train wreck like i was expecting if you like saw it on uh on cable it'd be fine you could watch it and it's not terrible it has a nice heart to it uh but um i felt like they took out all the funny i didn't think it was funny and that was like a huge appeal of the original film and so to me, it was kind of boring. It was just, it went super sincere, super, uh, in, instead of funny. <laughs> went super uh, yeah. sincere instead of funny. And to me, uh, this whole concept is so ridiculous that like you kind of have to go into, the, you have to lean into the funny. Otherwise, it's just kind of, it was just kind of boring for me. And I, but anyway, we'll talk about it. So, uh, yeah, Anna Ferris. I mean, she basically, she plays, it's very different than Kurt Russell as far as, cause his character, he's just kind of lazy and not taking care of the house and, and not really doing a good job raising these kids. And uh, I mean, he works hard, but as far as he's certainly at home, not really being, doing a good job. And then he seeks revenge. <laughs> Whereas, like, the Anna Ferris character is going to nursing school and all this stuff. And, yeah, that might flesh out her character, but it just kind of takes out the funny. <laughs> it's just not as funny <laughs> for to me. I can see that. I didn't really laugh a whole lot. No. Parts of the movie. No. <laughs> like, I think there was only one moment where I laughed out loud. Yeah. And that was back when Leonardo still kind of knew where, who he was when Anna Ferris is on the ship for the first time. Yeah. He's already tries to get her to bring her, bring him the, the mango and the papaya. <laughs> yeah. You know, that moment did kind of make me laugh. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And I thought there were a couple funny moments with the other construction people that he's working with. Like when they're like the, the, the rich guy in the house is like, Hey, can you guys like go work somewhere else trying to have a nice morning or whatever. And the, the two guys in the construction are like, no hable inglés, you know, and, and uh, the guy just kind of walk, you know, looks up down or whatever sheepishly. And they're like, we love to do that. You know, trick people. That was funny. There were a couple funny moments i thought between uh between i thought the evil and gory character had a couple chuckle moments between her and her husband and her and um but other than that it was pretty like i thought there were a couple funny moments with the guy in the um restaurant who's always watching the telenovelas yeah um that was that was funny but um i don't know it just that was few and far between 
so you're expected to like this movie based on a sincere drama <laughs> and it just didn't work for me i i i didn't really care for the film but it, like i said it was not a complete train wreck like i was expecting so i but um i thought that what do you think of eugenio derbez i thought he was good like mm-hmm. like i guess i related with him mm-hmm. like i didn't think his his character arc was as good as goldie hans i think she did a better job of showing how yeah. the character had changed you yeah. know because mm-hmm. like at the end of the movie i was kind of looking for that and i didn't really feel like like he had really changed yeah. at the end you know well and they shouldn't have had him say goldie hans lines because her speech because it didn't really make sense with his character like his character is so different than goldie hans character and it, it didn't really work they should have written new dialogue for that um, but he was charming. I, I I saw him last year in How to Be a Latin Lover. And uh, it's not a great movie. It's funnier than this, but it wasn't funny enough for me to, like, recommend. Um, uh-huh. But uh, he can be very funny. And he is a funny guy. Um, and I think that, uh, obviously, they were trying to, to package this for a Latin American audience, obviously, or a Latino audience. And I think that, they will like it enough. <laughs> I think that they'll like him. He's very popular there. And it has enough sort of, I don't know, it's just packaged in a way with the other construction workers and the other, you know, Eva Longoria's character and some other things that I think it will really, the whole thing with telenovelas, they will really like. Uh, and um, I think, I wouldn't be surprised if it makes quite a bit of money down there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I would think. And that's fine. You know, if you want to make a, a movie for an audience, that's fine. Um, it just, uh, I don't know, it just wasn't funny enough for me. But he, I thought, was pretty charismatic and he was pretty yeah. sweet. And I liked him with the kids. I thought that worked actually quite well. Yeah, it did work well. Yeah. And that scene where the, the ending scene, which is so sad uh, in the original is sad here also in the little girl following the car with her, you know, bike with no training wheels that he taught her how to ride. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That does work well. <laughs> yeah, it does. I don't know if, how do you feel about their chemistry? Um, I didn't really feel like there was a yeah. lot of it, between yeah. them, but I don't know. I think that's partly, well, obviously partly because they just, they didn't have chemistry together, but also because Anna Ferris wasn't really given a lot to do yeah. in this movie. She's just kind of there. Yeah, know? agreed. She's Either. just kind of the she's kind of the straight man kind of role, and he's the one that's given most of the character growth. He's the one that's given most of the of any humor that's there, and he's given all of the growth with the kids. You never understand why these kids would go along with this, like. They're kind of ornery kids, so it seems hard for me to believe that they would just lockstep, you know, no question, we're going to go along with this, Mom, this, this, this uh, thing. Like, seems a little, little hard to believe, and um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that they had great chemistry. Uh, yeah, and I didn't feel, I didn't like Anna Ferris in this as much as I expected enough. That's just because I was comparing her to Goldie Hawn. Uh, but, and I don't know, she just, she seemed tired. <laughs> Yeah, and like even, even like early in the movie, like she doesn't get the same kind of 
anger that Kurt Russell does. Like, she tries really hard, you know, but she, like that first time on the yacht where he throws her off <laughs> the yacht. Like, in that, in the original movie, you can really feel like Kurt Russell, like, she really can't take it anymore, you yeah. know? And you don't really get that in this remake. It didn't feel like I really had that kind of power behind it, you know? And it's hard because the original, they have such chemistry. Yeah. Because they're an actual couple, you know? And so I think the only way that you could have replicated that is to get an actual couple. Get Chris to, Pratt to play the other guy with Anna Yeah, pre-breakup. <laughs> pre-breakup. Uh, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> okay, now uh, Okay. Yeah, they did. I know. So sad. Um, but yeah, uh, maybe that's why she was just depressed when she made this movie. <laughs> she looked tired. She looked, and granted, that's sort of her character. She's really tired um, and frazzled, but I don't know. It just, I'm not going to say she phoned it in because I don't think that that's too far. That's going too far, but it was just kind yeah. of a flat performance. And I felt like he was sort of more invested in really making this like a great movie and uh and i i did think he had good chemistry with the little kids the little girls and he was going for it with the you know the comedic moments that he had and um uh yeah so it's 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 interesting and i did not think that the mother was funny at all i that didn't make me laugh i which is sad because susie kurtz is actually really funny and other stuff like a liar liar which is what i know her from she's Mm -hmm. She's quite good in that. Yeah. <laughs> she was on um, Molly and Mo- um, um, Mike and Molly. And also there were a couple parts of this movie that I think got cut <laughs> because there's like a couple moments where like her friend has these like the these lucky lottery numbers and then there's a couple other moments like that and you think that there's going to be more to that and I thought oh she's going to end up becoming rich in the end or something like that. She's going to get this money and uh and and then they just kind of didn't go anywhere a couple of the plot points didn't really kind of go anywhere and uh let's see oh yeah yeah i was right so she's the mom in mike and molly <laughs> so which is a, a decent show actually like it has obviously most of mccarthy is hilarious it has katie mixon who's hilarious in my opinion and it has uh yeah it has um Susie kurtz so pretty good cast Actually, my favorite side character in the movie. Well, I like the construction workers a lot. Actually, yeah, maybe they were very funny. Character, but um, one of the more underrated side characters was John Hanna, who plays the uh, the Scottish guy mm-hmm. who runs the yacht. You know, yeah. I played him all through the movie, trying to think of where I'd seen him. <laughs> At the very end, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's in the Mummy. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like holy cow! And I, like at the very end, I realized where I had seen him. <laughs> I think that they gave Roddy McDowell a lot more to do in the original, a lot more funny lines. Yeah. But, um, but uh, he, yeah, I wish he, but he was fun. I just wish they had used him more. Yeah. Uh, I know him because he's in. Uh, he plays the romantic lead, oddly enough, in um, Sliding Doors. Did you ever see that with Gwyneth Paltrow? Uh uh-uh. uh it's pretty cute. It's it's kind of it's a better premise than execution, but it's still solid. Like, yeah. Um it's a it's a, about Gwyneth Paltrow's character in one there's two ta- timelines in her life and in one timeline she gets she makes the bus or makes the train and then in the other timeline she doesn't. 
And uh, in one timeline, she ends up breaking up with her boyfriend. Other timelines, she doesn't for a longer time. And anyway, so it's like you see these two versions of her and what happens, just this one little different thing. One, one minute she makes a, bus, a, a subway, next minute she doesn't. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's cute. Um, but anyway, he's in that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I wish they'd kind of given him more to do. Uh, but he, he, was, he was fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, for me, this movie is just completely dispensable i'm going to forget about it in like uh jeremy johns like you said uh that, uh, that he always he gets a, a, a score of i i will remember this movie in t minus one day i already forgot that's how i feel that's how i feel about this movie i remember it t minus one day already forgot uh it just it just wasn't funny enough and i just don't need a sincere version of i can just watch the original which is funny and equally sweet and um more romantic i think <laughs> yeah um yeah maybe that's not fair to compare it to the original but how can you not when they're literally reciting dialogue the same i mean they they kept it pretty close they had some weird attempts at humor though like not only the um the weird grandma theater scenes were terrible but also how, what'd you think of that brody joke Oh, Jaws. if you caught that, that was really weird because it's so weird. It seemed like really dark for a joke, like like when they showed that one of his arms is bitten off. I'm like, it would have been okay if they had just shown the name tag, you know, except <laughs> you just had him say, "I would know a shark attack if it happened," you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would have been funny, but it kind of got not funny when you saw that he had a limb missing. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <know>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. So weird. The fact that it was like watch, I, th- I I do think it's like watchable. It's not awful, but I just don't think it's particularly good. And they just got rid of the funny. That was the biggest mistake to me. Yeah. Don't get rid of the funny. <laughs> but if this was coming on to like TNT or something like that on a Saturday and you were bored, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I would say, but I can't give this smile worthy for me. Frown worthy. I can't give this smile worthy. This wasn't good. Um, for me, it's probably just neutral. <laughs> it's like, it's not like super good and it's not like super bad either. I can't even muster enough <laughs> energy to feel one way or the other about yeah. it. It's yeah. just a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But at least it didn't, not like, pitch perfect three that i hated with a passion or something you know what i mean something like that at least it's it's not that so if if any of you guys saw watching or listening saw this overboard or the original what do you think put in the comment section let us know and uh yeah we'd be very curious to find out so thanks for coming on and talking to me about overboard it was fun yeah it was fun (laughs) and if if you guys have ideas for other pairings of remakes uh, old versus new what we can do let us know and we'll do it that'll be a lot of fun and they don't have to all be comedies yeah well thanks so much and and um aj how can people find you um you can find me at my uh blog which is vintagevestibule.wordpress.com find me at rachel's reviews on itunes and youtube and at smiling Go on social media so check that all out And uh, we will uh, talk again soon. It'll be really fun. Yes. Bye.